Uh, all right. Hi, and welcome to the Canine Translators Podcast. This podcast is dog trainers talking about dog natural training and all things dog behavior. We are your hosts, Tara Sturmer and Laura McClure, head behavior trainers at Canine Working Mind. Our facility is located in Austin, Texas. Our goal in this podcast is to help our species understand canine communication and their behaviors. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas about future podcasts, please email us at info at caninetranslators.com. That's info at the letter K, the number nine, translators.com. Oh, you got it right. See? I did. All right. Almost <laughs> all Yeah. All right. So, y'all, uh, we are recording in the afternoon and not our normal coffee time. Um, so, we are slamming the coffee, even though it's almost five o'clock in the evening here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Still hot. Um, we are extremely happy and pleased to have uh, one of our good friends, Marsha, on um, our podcast today to talk about dog walking. Now, dog walking, we just discussed day school, day school, staying trains, and we had Becca on to talk about the daycares day and all that kind of stuff. So this kind of bleeds into. You know, you're you're looking for help with your dog and support in different ways, whether that be with stay and train or daycare or dog walking. Right. If you're working from home, a lot of people say, well, I work from home, um, but I still don't have time to walk my dog. So I'm going to put my dog in daycare, as we discussed last time, yep. and the dog might not do well in daycare. Mm-hmm. So uh, we always recommend Marsha for dog walking. Mm-hmm. And uh, when somebody calls up and says, you know, my dog's not going to do well, uh, in a environment where the dogs are going to be absolutely insane. So we wanted to get everybody to know, Miss Marsha, can you yes, introduce it? yourself? Yes, hi, my name is Marsha Cates, and I am the owner and uh, primary walker for Hula Girl Downtown Dog Walking and Training. And our tagline is, when walking them, we train them. That's right. Nice. Uh, yeah. And that's the awesomest part about it. Yeah. Uh, nice. Marsha does do... Uh, training with dogs when she's walking she just doesn't let them it's not zip around yeah it's not like those movies you watch where it's like 10 dogs with someone behind dragging behind might them. be six dogs no. but they're not dragging <laughs> no. they're not dragging no. you behind no. it doesn't look like someone's skiing down the sidewalk or anything no I, but i do get dog walker envy when i see somebody walking with 20 dogs but yeah. then i have to stop and think how much time are you actually spending with each dog yeah after you pick up after them, after yeah. you give them all water, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and so really... It's, Having the smaller groups is, is a little I prefer you. it. You know, yeah. I mean, there are times that I've had to walk six, and you have to know which six you can walk together. And I'm just going to say, walking six dogs for your average person is not an easy task. I mean, as someone that has to walk a lot of dogs when I take all my dogs on a walk, and it's yeah. literally like, a, all right, get the leashes here. Okay, no, you're over here. And it takes a good amount of time to get everybody ready to, let's walk. Right. You know, I mean, we walk our 10, and it's 5 and 5 Yeah. on either side. Right. It's not an easy task. I could not do it unless I did what I do for a living, and yeah. I knew about behavior. But some people do try, yeah, and then they wound up they wind they up they get hurt, yeah. yeah, or their dogs end up with some behavior problems right. because mm-hmm. they don't understand. You have you have to know which dogs can walk with any dog because there are those dogs, right? There are, and then there's only dogs that can walk with certain dogs. And owners say, "Oh, well, my dog is dog dog reactive," and I'm like, "Okay, well, let's see." And I always take that dog out by themselves the first three or four times. And then I'm like, okay, I have another dog around the same time, which is 10 minutes from your house, and it would really help condense my day. 
I think you'd be a good fit. Yeah. So then I talked to the owners about inter introducing the dog, telling them what I want to do. And so, yeah, those dogs It's become, a lot of coordination. It though. does. And, it do, and you can't just, people's like, oh, well, I can get my neighbor's dog and we'll all walk together. And it's like, no. No. And that's where we have a lot of problems with uh, clients that come and see us because they think that they can, you know, oh, I'm just going to, I see my neighbor walking her dog every day, so I'm just going to go out and walk right next to my neighbor and put these two dogs next to each other. And they'll and be okay. Something gnarly happens because the dogs don't actually interact properly, right? Well, you see a lot of face-to-face -face meetings. Yeah. And it's like, uh, makes me makes it's like, Immediate, it's like it. cringe, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it, it makes us cringe too. Yeah, um, you know, and you know, too much excitement on the walk too. If you get a dog, so we're going to be talking about that, right? You get right. a dog that's off the charts, high energy, high excitement, just going to be jumping and carrying on during the walk. How many dogs are you going to walk with that dog? It depends on the dogs that you choose to walk with that dog. Mm -hmm. If it's another dog of the same energy, and you have a safe, fenced-in area where you can do control with just two dogs. Yeah. Then maybe those two dogs can play ball together. Yeah. And then you can work with them. Or maybe not. Yeah. So maybe you'll go with a real calm dog that would just tell that other dog, chill out. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that dog's like, oh, you're no fun. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> so for the listeners, a lot of people don't realize there is a lot of thought. And we were talking about this with yeah. Echo when we talked about daycare. There's a lot that goes into what we do. Yeah. It's not day. just here, hand me the leash, and I'll go walk your dog real quick. Well, that's what sometimes... Um, certain daycares make me so nervous because they just take dogs and they're like, well, my dog did an evaluation, but yeah, but then I go by and I look at how they're interacting and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, you know? right, and it's it's not safe. And, and I mean, we know, uh, which is one of the reasons why we recommend you for a dog oh, walker. Yeah. We know a lot of people that have had, um, and I, I, I'm gonna Poor be slammed, I'm gonna be slammed here, but Uber dog walkers. Yeah. I guess that's the best way to describe them. Yeah. Not going to mention any company names because I can't. <laughs> can. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to go on an app and pick any dog walker that comes up and says, hey, I'm a dog walker for this company. Yeah. And it's hard, too, because you do get some good dog walkers for those certain companies. But they're far and few between, and they yeah. normally don't stay with those companies long. Right. They ended up just going out on their own as it, or become, you know, hopefully... Part of my team as an independent <laughs> 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 Marcia is is planting the seed here yeah, for some extra dog walkers uh, in the Austin, Texas area. If anybody is looking, <laughs> but no, but for real, we uh, there's there's been nightmares. That yeah. yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Nightmares absolutely. that uh, you know people have you know they don't have experience, but they have a good heart. They just want to go and. You know, they want to make some extra money, they like to be outside, so they're going to walk dogs, but they don't have any experience, and they, they lose the leash. Uh, some of our lost dog searches, that has I've been because been dog walkers that. have lost the dog. They don't have enough experience. I'm always in shock when I hear that a dog walker lost my dog, and I'm like, how does that happen? I have a, um, a dog walking belt, and... Uh, oh, plug. Yeah, and it needs a little repair, but anyway. And I have a carabiner that I attach all the leashes to. Yeah. And so I'm hands-free, but I also do hold the leashes, but the dogs are attached. Mm -hmm. So and even if like, they were to get the leash out of this hand, they can't go anywhere. Correct. Yeah. You know, right. Or they'll it's be like dragging extra, 100 and something yeah. pounds behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little extra safety net. It is a safety net. And again, you don't let dogs get that crazy where, you know, they're, and you have to know the dogs. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons why we want in, we want our listeners to understand yeah. you should choose a professional, a professional. Yeah, I say that not somebody. I and I get it. You know the the people that are are gonna hate mail me because I just said that, and they might be just working for you know extra money. Well, you have somebody's dog's life in your hands, and it yeah. all depends on the dog. I mean, if you have a sixteen year old toy poodle that needs to go around the block, perhaps the 14-year-old high schooler could take them out. But they do know, need, still need to know basic stuff. Right, yeah. And, you know, in order to protect that dog and how to, you know, like you don't like... Something see, were to happen. Well, yeah. I see people out I there with these friendships. I did a lost dog search for a deaf and blind 16-year-old yeah. poodle. Yeah. yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, take so, all that back. So then, <laughs> if, that out. if you have someone that's new that that wants to do dog walking, and they contact you. Um, what what are your requirements then for your well, dog walkers? Yeah, well, they have to have experience. They have to have experience with dogs um, in general, and hopefully growing up with a dog, mm-hmm. and hopefully taking those those dogs, numerous dogs in their life, um, to a organized obedience class at, on some level. It, you know, the more experience you have working with a trainer, in a, even if it's a group class, the better. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just basic knowledge of yeah. animals and a willingness to learn because I have offered to my walkers, they're all independent contractors, but when a nice class comes up or a seminar, <clears throat> I've offered to pay for those for yeah. my team yeah. to come. Because the more knowledge they have, the better my team is, right. and the better, you know, the better experience we offer. Yeah. Um, and it's not as easy as people think it is, because sometimes you can get a little dog that is a nut job, mm-hmm. and it's because the owners let it walk out front on a tight, tight leash. Yeah. And so whenever it sees any other dog coming at it, it goes crazy. Right. Yeah. So you have to know, hey, come on back here. You got to get that dog back and engage. And you also need to understand animals and have a love for them mm-hmm. because you build a connection. Yeah. I have, can't tell you how many pictures I get every day from their owners with their dog sitting by the door as it's close to the time that I'm supposed to That's be coming awesome. to pick them up. <laughs> you know. She's coming, uh-huh. I know. Or looking out the window or they say it's Marsha's day and the <laughs> dogs just whip their heads around and yeah. it's like they know. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's, it's a great gig if you can get it. Yeah. Um, but you can't just go out there and go willy-nilly and say, I'll take this dog and this dog and this dog and let's yeah. go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not all about the, and I hate to knock this, but it's not all about the cheapest being the best deal to go to. And it's yeah. not always the most expensive in town that, mm-hmm. you know, that has all the bells and whistles. And I see some of the walkers, most of the walkers are on their phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like... Well, that's a pet peeve of mine at yeah. our facility, too. Ugh. You know, and like there are times that you need to be on your phone because you got to take a picture of a dog or you got to maybe I'm texting my walker and saying, hey, can you get this? I just have a last minute um, yeah. order, you know? Yeah. But um, it shouldn't be a constant you shouldn't thing. be like staring at your phone. And I have uh, gotten a lot of clients by saying, we have watched you because we work downtown and you're not on your phone. You're mm-hmm. engaging with the dog. And, and that's a key. So that's a that's a big thing for our listeners to understand. You really need to, honestly, for me, watch. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. I mean, we've had I've had staff members I've let go because I've said no phones when you're walking the dogs. 
I need your focus on the dogs. And they we walk out and they're on their walk phone. Out, they're on their phone and I literally take the leash and say, Ciao. <laughs> well, there's so much going yeah. on. You know, there's so much going on that you need to pay attention to right. the dog. Right. And y'all are downtown. I mean, that's just that's us, and we're out in, you know, we're nowhere right. uh, without that kind of distraction that downtown has. Right. And it's still a policy here. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so much to watch out for. Yeah. Right. Um, you never know. You never know what the dog is doing. I mean, especially downtown. Uh, so if anybody is, for our listeners, not in Austin, <laughs> um, we have people in Germany and Ireland that listen. And, uh, you know, downtown Austin is insanity. There's, uh, you got mounted patrol that are walking around. You have people who have the rent-a-scooters now. Instead of walking, so they're many on dogs those. are afraid of those. Oh, yeah. Rent-a-scooters. Mm-hmm. They, they get on the scooters and they zip past the... They're not paying attention to what you're doing with yeah. those dogs. They're just zipping past you, and your your dog, you know, the dog could get hurt if the walker is not paying attention. Well, and that's the main thing I see that out and about. And, yeah. And for me, like I said, I do get dog walker envy sometimes when, you know, you see, like, these people walking with this huge pack, but then i got to take a deep breath and go, yeah, that looks impressive, but... Those dogs are all behaving for different reasons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not all because they're having a great time. Right. So I, my clients and my dogs, I call them my dogs. We have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know. I right. Just, so those dogs shouldn't fear you. No. They shouldn't yeah. fear the other dogs they're working with and they're walking with. Yeah. Right. Right. They should all be having a good time. Right. And for example, we there's a, I have a little dog that I walk every morning. And a new dog just moved into the building, a new six-month-old Cavalier King Charles puppy. And they want to join the walks. I'm like, well, we have to see how these two do together because this dog is eight and doesn't really like puppies in his face. Yeah. So I walk them together and we work and I'm like, get out of his face and I bring the puppy over and then... Wilbur's like, okay, thanks, I appreciate that. And then the next couple of walks, they're good together. So now, okay, they can go out together. Yeah. But you can't just... Throw them into yeah. the deep end. Yeah, and it, I have to be like, when I'm out walking and I see people struggling, I just have to learn to just kind of go, uh, sorry, can't help you. Like the dog's at the very end of the leash. Girl, That's Laura like and I, every day. Constant. Well, part of what we do and with when I meet with a new client is I have a questionnaire about the pup and so I get to know the pup a little bit from their point of view. Mm-hmm. Also we write down what are the commands or the cues that this dog knows so that we're all using the same cues. Good. Yeah. And See, that's, that's why confusing. we recommend you. Yes. Thanks. And like you know, and what do you want to work on? Like for us, we work on basic manners. Um, door manners. Mm-hmm sitting in the elevator because a lot of the dogs are freaked out by the elevators yeah. and so I teach the clients whether they're a training client or just a walking client point to the corner tell your dog corner have them sit facing the front yeah you kind of stand in front of them and yeah. just hold your dog on a loose leash and tell them how a great dog they are yeah. you know and every mm-hmm. time the elevator opens pop a treat in their mouth mm-hmm. of the elevator yeah. doors why do people have to be the first ones into the elevator before the people in the elevator don't get out? I know. That's certain society is But anyway, I ask the dog to wait yeah. until everybody's out of the elevator. And then I look and see who's coming if there's another dog. Because so many people walk out of the elevator. With their dog. With right their dog. In, leading right in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's crazy. Elevators are my biggest... We have a lot of clients dogs. that struggle with the elevators yeah. for that exact reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I work with that because... And I got into doing it like that because 
when I'm walking somewhere, I, I came to Austin and that's what I did. I got a job as a dog walker because I wanted to be outside, wanted to learn the city, and wanted to be around dogs. Mm -hmm. And um, long dogs didn't have any manners. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not walking you and you're going to behave and so yeah. let's go, come on. And so we started doing stuff and then I would type in my notes what I was doing to the owners and they're like, wow. And then they would start doing what I was doing and yeah. their dogs, and it would just becomes more fun. Right, yeah. and that's that's what the listeners have to hear, right? So if you're hiring a dog walker, ask these things. Yeah. Yeah. Are I you gonna, what are they are doing? You, are you going to just let my dog drag you around the block? Yeah. Or are you just going to let my dog sniff at the end of the leash while you're on the phone? Right. Yeah. These are things that are really important if you're looking for a dog walker that you ask. Again, we said we did the same thing with the daycare episode. Yeah. Go and I, actually look, research, find right. out what are they doing? Right. What, how, what's the walk gonna look like? All of that kind of stuff. And word of mouth. I mean, who who are your friends using? Right, yeah. And um, people that, that have their dogs walk by dog walkers, a lot of people get a bad rep. You know, like, well, why aren't you walking your own dog? Yeah. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't, and yeah. it's just like. And I, you know, I'm going to say that is that is true. A lot of there's so many judgmental. Don't be people. afraid. Walk yeah. get your dog out. Yeah, yeah. there's you so know? many judgmental people out there. It drives me insane. But yeah. it's ridiculous. Uh, there are people that cannot leave their computer. There are single moms that cannot leave because they have children at home. There are people who are unstable in their stature and posture. They can't walk their dog. Yeah. So they're hiring dog walkers to right. get their dogs the proper exercise. Rock on. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you got those people that work like 12-hour shifts. Right. I mean, you got... Well, their dog has to go out. Somebody has to take their dog out. I mean, if you work at a hospital or you're a first responder, yeah. I mean, our, come on. Our first responders, I mean, those poor guys work three full... 74-hour shifts. Yeah, it's like 72-hour yeah. straight. Yeah. Somebody's no. going to go walk a dog. <laughs> But, you know, and also, or sometimes if they do get the dog out, it's so fast that the dog is like, whoa, what was that? You know, <laughs> they're not allowed to sniff, they're not allowed. And so, yeah, so don't feel bad about hiring a dog walker to come, even right. though you're home. Right, yeah. doesn't matter. You know. You, you, a dog walker is going to, is a, a good, a professional yeah. dog walker right. is going Thank to you. take the time. To work your dog on a walk, give them the enrichment that they need, right, and the break. Well, and then also make sure that they have insurance, you know, liability right. insurance. Right, that's a biggie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that they're bonded. I mean, there's all the kinds of things, you know, like you know, Pet Sitters International. You can get the little thing with them, um, but I mean, yeah, don't just. Yeah, it's kind of scary. I see some of the stuff that mm -hmm. happens, and I see people that are out there. Oh, man, I, uh, we get the gist of it a lot. Between work, behavior-wise, uh, people coming to us for behavior problems, um, uh, specific dog walkers, I'm not going to mention anybody, but uh, some dog walkers will bring their big alpha dog on a walk <laughs> with your dog, and if it gets out of line, their yeah. alpha dog will put it in line. Yeah. That is not the type of walker that you want. Well, I actually stopped taking my own dog on walks because, um, first of all, it was too many walks. Mm -hmm. It was too much time for her and I to be spending together, and it was too much pressure on yeah. both of us because, you know, she, I, I expected to, to, her to be this dog, you know. <laughs> and, well, soldier. And well, I'm I so didn't... proud of how far you've come, Marsha. <laughs> so I started leaving her at home. And I only bring her out when I know it's like I've got one walk with a dog that she is friends with. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> uh, I know. I remember when you first started coming oh, to see me. It was me. terrible. It's <laughs> <laughs> like relax. <laughs> well, and also, you know, you I found that I was spending more time and paying more attention on training with my own dog. Yes. Yeah. Than with these other dogs, I'm like, right. well, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it is a lot of work for your dog. Like, e- like even our dogs, we have yeah, we have working pack dogs. Yeah. But I don't use my dog for the 14 hours I'm here. Yeah, right. And that was something I went, oh, why isn't she at home now, being fun and relaxed? Right. It's like because she's wiped out. Right. Yeah. You know, her brain is fried. Right. Yeah. And and it is important for our own personal dogs. And we do get stuck in it. I know I pick on you on that one. Right? <laughs> but I was. It was perfect. But, I was just like one day, I was just like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, we do, as dog professionals, start to think that my dog must be perfect. Yeah. No dog is going to be perfect. Yeah. They're going to have their awesome qualities, but they're also going to have their quirks. I mean, I'm loud and brash. What? You know, it's me. Mom? She has quirks, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's fun to walk dogs that get along together. Yeah. And they see them meet and greet. And the dog that the owner says, oh, well, this dog can't be around other dogs. Or you could, or you watch a dog that you've worked with. Um, Alice is one uh, fabulous, fabulous dog. But when I started working with her, um, her owners told me that when they lived in San Francisco, the dog walker would come and Alice would go run and hide. But when I came, Alice would come flying down the stairs and yeah. could, but this dog, I would have to be almost two length, two widths of a street away from a dog behind a fence or else Alice would just lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from what my training and what I've learned and stuff, um, I was able to get Alice to walk with other dogs. Yeah. But it had to be certain dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, and that's a key for anybody listening. If your dog has dog reactivity, right? If a dog walker comes to you and says, uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to get that dog to, to get your dog to walk with other dogs, but you know, it might happen. It might not. Don't hold it against a dog walker. Yeah. No. Don't hold it against a dog walker. Cause a good dog walker is going to tell you, it's going to look, this is not healthy for your dog. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could tell you how many dogs I see walking downtown when I go to my vet's office because they're downtown, I can tell you how many times I've seen people lifting the front end off of a dog to make them walk with another dog. Yeah. I want to pull my car over and beat the daylights out of them. Yeah. That dog is very uncomfortable. And yes, I understand you want to get more than one walk in, but you're not there for the dog. You're there for the dollar. And that's a key is paying attention to who is there for the dog, not the dollar. Right? Well, and that's it. I mean, again, you know, 20 pack dog is for the dollars for the dollars and the and the popularity yeah of walking all the dogs and everybody looking at you i mean for me also if you are in an area where it is fenced in safe and you can take the dogs off leash the owners are like yeah they got great recall but watching three dogs and throwing ball for three dogs is enough it's like hurting cats yes you know so why would you take and I have seen it. Mm-hmm. I have seen it. I have seen 20 dogs with two handlers mm-hmm. um, off leash. And I'm like, it's nuts. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. And I personally... We just not, talked about that. Yeah, we did. Human to dog ratio. Yeah. Um, for me, guys. for me, it, it would be, um, if I was doing pack walks, it would be one person for three to four dogs. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would all depend on the dogs. Yeah. Um, and that's and they and they wouldn't be like. one person having twenty leashes. Yeah. It would be four people or having. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there's all kinds of things to do, and um, which brings me to the weather as we we're talking about dogs oh, before, yeah. like with this yes. summer. Yes. So <clears throat> part of what you have to understand is dogs do get stimulation just by sniffing, mm-hmm. and you don't have to run the dogs. And yeah. Um, I was losing my mind in this heat watching oh. people throw ball for their dogs i'm gonna say my goodness right uh yeah i mean and here in texas from it was the end of may right yeah started. something like that it was it's crazy so i'm asked a lot like so what do you do mm-hmm. well we go to it's i have a rainy day schedule and i have a crazy hot day schedule and we go to like home depot we go to petco we walk them, I have, of course, I don't take more than three dogs to those stores. Right, yeah. But I make them think about what yeah. we're doing. And we walk the aisles and we do what we need to do. Or we walk in elevators, I mean, in uh, lobbies mm-hmm. yeah. of the hotels, of the condos. And I make them just sit there. Yep. And watch the world go by. Yep, yeah. And self control is yeah, hard. It is. And they just get rewarded, you know, the look and the look away and all that fun stuff. And so. Yeah. We do work their minds when they come home and they're tired, even though you didn't throw a ball. Yeah. And then when you do throw a ball, you do whatever you do, play with them. If it's a 30-minute walk, you have to have a 15-minute cool-down period. You can't be throwing or running that dog for that whole time. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. You're gonna, that's, that's where yes. you get sick dogs. Yes. No, it's just we, that's when you also get that dog that you know has to has to have that in order to calm down. And doesn't yeah. shut off. We talked yeah. about that with the daycare. Yeah. If they're running around like a lunatic, bouncing off the walls, parkouring for eight hours, the dog's gonna come home and crash yeah. because of the the amount of uh, stress that it had in its head. But it's never gonna settle down. Yeah, right. it'll it's get up every five like minutes that. and go. I gotta zoom. Okay, I gotta lay down. Okay, right. I gotta zoom. I gotta lay down. They lay down for five minutes. That's it because they've been conditioned to I be always have to have nuts. stimulation. Well, yeah. and part of the dog walking adventure for us anyway, Hula Girl is um, we take a photo, or three or four, or five or six, <laughs> depending, <laughs> of your dog and of their day. Yeah. And so you get to have to get them to be calm and, hey, look over here, mm-hmm. and, yeah. or you get them in action, and it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's a good gig. It really, really is. Yeah. So how long would you say is your, like, when you pick up a dog, how long do you have that dog for, for their walk? So it all depends. Like, if I can pull up, hop upstairs, grab the dog, maybe two or three from the same building, leash them up and walk them, that's a 30 minute walk. Okay. Um, take them home, so then drop everybody off and then yeah. on, and, on to the next. Um, if there's like, if it one involves, let's say you pick up a dog and then you drive 10 minutes, pick up another dog, it's yeah. a 30 minute walk, but that first dog is gonna be with you. For a little bit longer. For a little bit longer. Yeah, and but the, you're making sure everybody's getting everybody the Everybody gets same the time, time that they're supposed to get. Like if there's an hour walk and a 45 minute walk and a half an hour walk, I pick up the hour dog first if, and then I go get the 45 minute walk, then I get the 30 minute walk yeah. and we do the walk. Every, yeah. And then we drop off the hour, drop off the 45, drop yeah, off yeah, the 30. Yeah. So it's it, it's a lot of thinking and logistics. logistics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
not only that, but who can ride in the car with who? Yes, you know, yeah. I only have so many seatbelt holders. You know, <laughs> do I have enough and harnesses? That's, that's yeah. a biggie for me too. Yeah, um, I had seen uh, somebody driving around with I think there was about eight or nine dogs in the back of a pickup. <laughs> God, they weren't tied down. Nope. Oh, that's scary. I hate that. <laughs> yep. Uh, if your person professional is transporting a dog, that dog should be secured in the vehicle. Again, from my lost dog search. Experience, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Car, and it's not fun. Well, my client doesn't have a harness for their dog. Okay, then you buy a harness. Yes, your client's dog, and you keep it in your car because right. more than one dog will probably fit into that harness. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You have a new harness. Right. Yeah, it's like most of the dogs that I walk. Um, I eventually put them on a Martin Gale collar. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I suggest it to their owners. Um, I will not use a prong collar. Mm-hmm. I have had owners say, "Well, then." You know, I insist, and when I I won't do it now, but I one time I turned the collar inside out, and <laughs> <laughs> fine, I'll take this, but I ain't using it the That's right, right way. Fine, <laughs> I'll take it, and I had my own collar. I yeah. had my own you know collar mm-hmm. to use, and so it was like you're an idiot, but I dropped him. I dropped him as a client, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love you, Marsha. <laughs> no, I really did. I mean, it's interesting. It's like. And it's okay to fire clients too as a yes. dog walker. Yeah. If you're not, if you're, well, and you find yourself in a dilemma because you may be the only joy in that dog's world. Right. Mm-hmm. But those people, it's it's hard because you do see hardship. We see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do see yeah. hardship. You know, we had a client one time that their dogs lived in their bathroom. They had two oh. little pugs that lived in the bathroom. And we got an emergency call. Hey, can you guys come walk the dogs? We're like, yeah, yeah. So we run over there, walk the, and he's on the couch watching the soccer game, and couldn't bother to get up to get his dogs out. Oh, which is like, I'm like, okay, cool. You're an idiot. I'll take the money. But it was really sad, and we almost tried to get them to give up their dogs. But, yeah. You know, they moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and when it, that's when every animal field position needs to have hard. a PIA fee. Yeah. It's hard. It's <laughs> tough. It is. It, it's rough yeah. and on those those pull at your heartstrings because you're there for the dog. Yeah. So therefore you're literally yeah. going, I wanna come because I wanna be that joy for your dog. Yeah. yeah. We see it too. We see it all the time in what we do for a living. And anybody in the animal field sees it. It's gonna be I, think so. I mean, I think so. Oh, everybody I, I couldn't do that. No way. Yeah. I mean, and mm-hmm. I, we're going to be talking to a veterinarian in, mm-hmm. a, in an upcoming podcast, and mm-hmm. I'm going to say the amount of suicide in veterinary field is insane. Yeah, it's it's, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Scary. But people don't realize it. You know, people are always like, "Well, I want to work for you, Tara, because I want to play with dogs all day." You play with dogs all day, dude. Uh, you, you might lose a pinky. You might lose a butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, gonna, I mean, and, you know, you do work with dogs, and I actually, it is. I think as a you're part of, you become part of their family right. as their dog walker. Yeah. Um, if you're doing it right, let's put it that way. Exactly. And um, I have a big 85 pound golden doodle that is obsessed with balls and um, I've been working with him. Dude, you know, you can't just grab the ball out of my hand because that hurts. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't paying attention yesterday and I was holding the ball too long and um, he grabbed the ball out of oh, my hand. Oh, damn, yeah. Yeah, and it made me, my clients had just had a baby, and she's like four months old, five months old, not just, and I just told him what happened, and I said, you need to really go back to working on his place, like we can't be around the baby, because he did this to me. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen if he grabs a baby's right. food? And that's, that's also yeah. something that, you know, 
a good dog professional is going to point out things that could yeah. possibly happen. And, you know, uh, dog owners should not be offended by that. So we do have people that get butt hurt. Uh, yeah, if yeah I, lost, I lost a client yeah. and I made suggestions. Yeah. yeah, I didn't ask for that. Oh, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. okay. I can't right. walk your dog then. I'm yeah. sorry. Exactly. Yeah. We, don't, yeah. we don't have a good so, working relationship. Right. And that's the thing, you know, because if, if you don't like working for the owner and the owner stresses you out, uh, you're not helping anybody. Even mu- as much as that dog really loves you and you are the break for that dog, you know that your energy is going to be off when you speak to the owner. you got to go get that dog from the owner. And, the you know, we've had some clients that are really not, just not nice. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, and when they're not nice, you know, right before the session, you're going, oh, God, I can't see this person. And your energy is off of that dog. It's not fair to the dog. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and again, that's where experience with dogs yeah. come in. So it's not just you can't just pick up the leash and it's not a summer job for a 13-year-old kid right. that has no experience. It's not a, it's not a summer job or a part-time job for Joe Schmo off the street who's 32 well, with no and just wants something. You know, they have to. They have to understand the dogs and and, right. and be willing and be willing. I know people that are trying, and so be willing. Yeah. But I say people out there being a dog professional, and I'm using quotation marks, dog walker, and I'm like, no. no, no. And you know, if you want to get into dog walking, then you know, join a, a dog walking a professional, not just a, a silly app on your phone. If you are interested in joining dog walking companies, yeah. find a reputable, professional dog walking company yeah. that is not just going to go, I don't need to know your history or do any checks. You can just come and pick up a leash. They don't care about your safety either. Yeah. True. Right. Because they, like, that is, they do send people to homes that they don't even know the dog. And this right. is where our next, that's right. where I'm leading into. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, because we do have a lot of the, the we hear it on the news and all that, but we have a couple um, dog walkers that, that we recommend, you being one of them, because we know that the walkers are going to be safe. Safe. You're going to train your walkers and, and explain to them how to interact. So you're not going to just take somebody off the street and say, hey, here's the address, go to them. No. No, I have to meet the dogs first. Mm-hmm. I have to walk the dogs first mm-hmm. before I will send a walker over there. And then the walker comes with me, or or I go with them, or however you want to say it. But they're never just sent there without me. Right, and that's the important. And they're thing. there with the owners there because I want the I want the owner to meet the new walker. Right. So that I can transition that dog. Hopefully yeah. To that, so that, you know. Yeah. I want to drop walks. I know. I said the same thing about You have too many steps a day. <laughs> People are like, how many steps? I'm like, shut up. Yeah. I don't even wear my Fitbit anymore. Right? <laughs> I, don't I don't want to know. know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you are interested in starting uh, that career of a dog walker, it is super important to find a company that's going to care about your safety. Yeah, that they give some sort of training one of our, One of our interns had a dog that was... Uh, that dog, what she was describing, is damn near da- da- damn damn yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Um. Uh, with the company that she was working with, and I think it was on a harness and, or something like that. And, and it was taking it her was all slow, over the place. But slow posturing behind her on a walk, drop its head. Like a shark. Right. <laughs> and she was like, every time I walk this dog, I feel like I'm gonna get killed. And I'm like, well, he's lining you up. 
He's yeah. going to take your calf out. And yeah. then she took mm-hmm. our body language webinar and she was like, ah, uh, no, Never now mind. I know what he's doing. I'm like, yes, yeah, it's really important yes. that the company you work for gives you enough training, one, and checks on that on that person. Now, I don't even let Laura, Laura's, Laura's a very experienced. I don't let her go to any dog's house unless I have been there and unless I have met the dog. I just don't think that's safe. It's not. It's I not just, safe. I mean, I just think that's, that's very irresponsible. Your staff should be your responsibility. Yeah. Not just going, hey, I got insurance, that's fine. Well, I mean, even as independent contractors. Yeah. You know, you, I feel some responsibility right. for, the, for them and their safety. Right. And keeping them informed and making their jobs as easy as possible. Right. And right. It's, it's safe. I don't ever want that phone call that they got up in North Texas. Yeah. And there was a, did you hear about the dog worker that was mauled? They all bleed together. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But this woman was actually, she was a dog walker. And she, um, uh, for those of you listeners that um, have a a sensitive stomach, I'm going to say put your fingers in your ears unless you're driving. Um, But when uh, she went in, the dogs attacked her. And she was stuck in that house for, I think it was three days. Uh, uh, The dogs were mauling her. Yeah, no, it's eating off of her and uh you know but see who was the person that was supposed to vet those dogs basically right not only that not only that but did the owners know that the dogs had uh human aggression and not speak about it did they have any stranger danger any bite histories did that dog walker know what she was walking into yeah. Right, because most, I mean, dogs aren't going to go from sweetest pie to I'm eating you. Right. No, we have a questionnaire. Like, that's not how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we have a questionnaire that asks about their behavior, and about play, and everything. all that time she was stuck in there being attacked by those dogs, the company that she worked with, did they check in yeah. to see if the dogs were being walked? Did they? Yeah, most professional and i am not using air quotes at this time um, <laughs> dog walker and, and companies will use some sort of app right yeah. that tracks the walk right yeah. and it also will um so that yeah you can go in like i can go in to the you know and look at where my walkers are what time they run yeah, what yeah. time they clock because out. if you notice something weird then you can yeah. literally communicate like, like hey or like hey why is this walk still running yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and that has happened because yeah. you know, with going in and out of buildings, the Wi-Fi isn't right. good. Yeah. And so, all, at the end of the day, I go to close everything down, and I look and I see, oh, so I have to call my walker and say, hey, you good? So and so, or I check it throughout the day if I have time. Hey, you know, you still have Gwen, you know, because <laughs> the walk's still running. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. that, I mean, if she was working for a reputable dog walking company, yeah, right, people would know. Hey. She hasn't left my house yet. It's 10 o'clock at night. Well, or there are times <laughs> that the app hasn't been working, and I'll get a call from an owner that says, hey, I, don't, I didn't get the email. Because part of the system that we use, we, it has a QR code. It's a magnet that's on the refrigerator or someplace. You open up the app. You scan in. The owner gets an email saying, hey, your dog walker's here. That's awesome. Yeah, and, then, and that's and that's, then the same thing when we leave, we scan out. I really think that should be some type of regulation, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Well, not well because people are coming and going into your house too. But I tell everyone that works with me, uh, treat every home that you walk into as if they have a camera, mm-hmm. because I will guarantee you 
They probably they do. They probably do. In right. this day and age. Right. And even though you're not doing anything, it's still, you know, you just you're do, you do what you do to do. Yeah, you're so have home. you ever had a, a situation where you met the dog pre previously um, and then went to go walk the dog when the owner wasn't home and the dog wouldn't let you in? Um, not not let me in, but wouldn't let me put the, the leash or the harness. And it was more fear barking, backing away. Mm -hmm. um, and so again, that's where training comes in. So I would just, I just sat down and on the ottoman and just got kind of, you know, hey, I'm just Waiting. here. Yeah. And I tossed treats and she'd come over and then I'd be like, okay. And then, you know, it's it took me like, process. it's a slow process. It took me two visits to where I could clip the um, harness underneath her inside the apartment. I could get the leash and the harness on her, but I couldn't clip it mm -hmm. inside. And so I think once I got her outside in the hallway, she was fine. I could clip it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, or so those are things to expect. And also something when you do get a dog walker, for us, our policy is we leave them as we find them. So if your dog is crated when we arrive, we will crate your dog when we leave. Mm -hmm. um, and vice versa, if your dog is left out, yeah, that's Unless, where they're going to be. That's yeah. where they're going to be. Unless there's notes that say, hey, my dog's out today, but can you create him when you get there? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, hey, there's a con in the refrigerator or in the freezer. Can you give it to him before you leave? Yeah. yeah. Hey, can you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specified. So, yeah. So that's all done through the app, which is kind of cool, but most of them text me. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> always makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is important to make sure that your dog walkers are safe. And yeah, I, you know, uh, we've had other people tell us that uh one of our one of our uh close friends went to go check on uh friend's great dane and um the great dane literally once they closed the door cornered her and she was trapped yeah 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 i i do do a pet visit on a That's, crazy dog yeah that um no one else can go to but they leave the portion of a pet gate for me yeah but um through training yeah and some some of these seminars that i know um, <laughs> somebody, somebody does. Oh, Tara has great time seminars. <laughs> um, I've been able to like you know maneuver around without getting bit and with giving her as little stress as possible. Yeah. But it's still heartbreaking to see this dog you know go through this when mm -hmm. she doesn't have to. But um, yeah, I'm the only one who can take care of her. Right. When her you know when her parents leave. And right. And you're um, not going to ask one of your dog walkers to go do I it. I would never. Right. Nobody yeah. can do it. So if I'm not available to do it, I've only had to tell actually in five years, I've only had to say no to her once because I wasn't in town. Uh, yeah. And we have a lot of tire only dogs that come here, same thing. It's sad. Yeah. But, you know. Not going to let your staff get hurt. and It's not worth it. Nope. It's yeah. not, it's, I'm sorry, but, you know, the... I don't want to have anybody's uh, ideals ruined, I'm just going to say. <laughs> you know, somebody's listening to this and going, I want it to be a dog walker, but damn, I don't want to do it now. You, I mean, there are great channels. Find a professional company no. yeah. that you can go and get training through. Yeah. And they'll, if they're really a good company, they're going to teach you. Right. And there's also organizations that if you're interested in doing it, um, can there is training and things that you can do you, just yeah. to be a dog walker and I would highly recommend a uh, CPR in first aid class yep. mm -hmm. um, which I probably need to update mine but, <laughs> uh, you know but yeah have that definitely mm -hmm. and couldn't hurt to have a clean background check, you know. Yeah, I mean it is important because and, and you need to have a driver's license. They're going to be going into your house and you yeah. might not be. Yeah, you need to have a driver's license. You need to, you know, a re 
reliable transportation. Yeah. Huh? Um, and yeah, I mean, it is a bit spendy, but it's it's a good gig if you can get it. I mean, it really it really is. Yep. And uh, oh, you work for dogs all day. Yeah, I do, but it's also work at 105 degree temperature. Yeah, walking. Or it's walking, or it's pouring rain. Yep. You know, but again, there are places. Um, to do this. So you make it work. The people can do this too. I mean, walk through Petco. They're like, that's a great idea. Walk through Home Depot. Or just do the parking garages. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially just, in downtown. Yeah. Just get the dogs out. And it's it's a great thing. Yeah. Gig. So, I mean, dog walking does have its benefits for our listeners. Yeah. It does. It, it does. does. If it you have the right dog walker. If you have the right dog walker. Yeah. If you do not have the right dog walker. It's a nightmare. It's well, a nightmare. Research. It, it potentially <laughs> can be, uh, end up with your dog either biting somebody or running away. Yeah. Right? Um, these are the my biggest worries. Yeah. Which is why I don't just recommend anybody right. and it's like we said with the daycare like if you're going to the daycare and you want to ask them questions about what they're doing with your dog because we've had people that found out at their daycares that the people are using shock collars. The, they were using shock collars so it's like if you're gonna have someone come walk your dog you need to ask them these things what are you doing with my dog what are you doing if this happens yeah. what tools are you using because yeah. it's not if you don't know what's going on and you might start seeing behavioral issues after something happens there's Probably something happening that you're not aware of. Right. Always ask. Always make sure that it's you your get dog. All so find out what's happening with yeah, them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Get all the information. Um, so yeah, rock on. Good yeah. episode today. Uh, <laughs> Marsha, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm gonna have you say uh, the name of your business and the phone number if somebody wants to get in touch with you. Okay. Or okay. How to get in touch. You want to um, get in touch. Yeah, it's a Hula Girl Downtown Dog Walking and Training, and um, <clears throat> it's eight zero eight seven seven nine. One seven five two. It is a Honolulu number. <laughs> <laughs> My Hawaiian lady from the eight oh eight. And uh, our next episode, we're gonna have another guest on, um, and it's gonna be um, a debt with uh, yes. talking about hawk star stuff. So, so we're just getting out all the things out there, so everybody can have all the information about uh, all the different options and things for your dogs, but Adette's going to be talking more about uh, safety, dog safety stuff, dog safety, especially yeah. for our smaller dogs. Right. Um, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to be bringing up the Hawk Star and what yeah. it is and how to use it and where to get it and yeah. all of those good things. Now, um, we're also going to be starting that subscription thing. Yep. And Adette's going to be one of those um, subscription-based episodes. Right. So uh, basically, you can growl at me, Marsha. <laughs> Um, so, our weekly, she was mad that we didn't have more than more. one a week, and now we're offering it, and you're growling at me. All right, so, we, our normal, regular podcast will still be airing free. Every, every week. It's not a lot of money, but we are going to do a subscription. And I am going to say, because we do bust our butt for this podcast, so we're going to start doing a sub, uh, subscription, and that would be for the tips, tricks, and, and training. training. And just extra information, I so it'll go really into. Focus. You did great. <laughs> it's gonna go a lot farther into some behavioral stuff, but like, like we said, Adette's gonna be one of the first ones because she's gonna be going into um, some nutritional things. Right, right, and then uh, other uh, subscribed episodes. Yeah. Will be uh, more about behaviors. Yeah. Right. Okay. Rock on. Um, and as always, we really appreciate you listening in. And if you have any questions, if you have any uh, thoughts or ideas for future podcasts, remember you can always email us at 
info at k9translators.com. She really That's had to think about info, that. <laughs> info at the letter K, the number nine, translators.com. Um, and, you know, let us know. If you love us, you hate us, shoot us an email. Yeah. Uh, when you're listening to the podcast, remember to like, subscribe, share it with anybody. Let them know that uh, we're out there. And if you want to listen to us chat all the time, rock on. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. And remember, Marsha, you're amazing. Thanks. Um, and I hope a lot more dog walkers will follow the same things that you follow. Cause I hope so. They, they really... Yeah. You make a big difference in all the dogs that you're handling. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, so for our listeners, remember to see them, hear them in order to help them. And protect first. <laughs>